Let's say our confession and then I'll get into the word of the Lord. Uh, are you ready? Father, as we hear this kingdom word today, we combine our faith with this word. Our ability to believe has increased. That which you have promised is released into our lives. We will never come up short. We have faith in your word. No good thing shall be withheld from us. Amen. I'm going to shift just a little bit. I sent a later scripture. I'm going to read that one before I go into the other scripture that I'm going to read. I've been talking about a, uh, a kingdom of faith, a kingdom of faith. And, and I'll help you to better understand the difference between a kingdom of faith and a religion of our kingdom of religion. So I'll talk a little bit about that tonight. Habakkuk 2, verse 2 down to verse 4. Habakkuk 2. Verse 2 down to verse 4. Then the Lord, all caps, Yahweh, answered me and said, Write the vision and make it plain on tablets, that he may run who reads it. For the vision is yet for an appointed time, yet for an appointed time, yet for an appointed time, yet for an appointed time. But at the end it will speak and it will not lie. Though it tarries, wait for it, because it will surely, it will surely, it will surely, it will surely come, it will not tarry. Behold the proud, his soul is not upright in him, but the just shall live by his faith. Now let's go over to Hebrews chapter 11, starting in verse one. Hebrews chapter 11, starting in verse one. After I read this, I'll pray and then we'll walk our way through uh, the rest of my points for tonight. Hebrews 11, uh, verse 1 down to verse 3. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it the elders obtain a good testimony. By faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that the things which are seen were not made of things which are visible. Spirit of God, since you I sense you because of time. I sense you because you're ready. I sense you because we have an appointment. I sense you because of what you're doing even right now. You're setting the stage or have set the stage that we will walk into your, your divine purpose and be engulfed by your kingdom, your way of operating, your way of doing things, your way of moving a people who are called your sons and daughters, your DNA, into their divine destiny in a pandemic season. So Father, I give even more of myself to you tonight to be able to operate effectively and declare truth to your people, whether it be in this auditorium or around the world. We give you the glory, we give you the honor, and we give you the praise in advance. In the name of our King, Jesus Christ, Amen. Uh, you can go ahead and take your seats if you're here helping us with the service. Uh, I was thinking while I was standing there 
um, during praise and worship, I was thinking that I, I serve my leader as a senior pastor. I served my leaders as a senior pastor for 21 years. 21 years of being a senior pastor, having a congregation, I still prioritize serving my leader for 21 years. What you see, uh, July will move into five locations, didn't come by me working on my own vision. It came by me serving my father's or my leader's vision. That's how it came. So my faith was in the fact if I serve well, God will do me well. If I, my, that, that's where my faith, the things I was expecting could not come to pass without faith and process. So even now, I stand in what faith paid for. Uh, Thursday broadcast broke the threshold of 50,000 people. 50,000 50, people. We're on our way to 100,000 people. Then we're on our way to 500,000 people. Then we're on our way to a million. So you can't tell me my faith is not working. My faith is working. And your faith will work if you know how to work it. We will pay off this campus this year. It don't matter what any person thinks. Because my faith is working. Let's get started here. This kingdom faith is uh, obtainable through the word of God. This kingdom faith is obtainable through the word of God, which means you cannot obtain kingdom faith outside of the word of God. Kingdom faith is only obtainable through the word of God. I'm going to show you some scripture on it. Either you have to read your Bible or watch the word in someone's life and read your Bible. There are some young men who have been privileged to get close enough to see the word in action in my life. So they believe because they see the word manifesting in my life. John chapter 1, that Jesus was the incarnated word. The vision here is we're embodying Jesus Christ until he is seen in the way that we love, live, and lead. If you know what Jesus' life was, you know what people who are walking in his steps, their lives will be like. If you don't have the right interpretation of his life, then you would not know what the life of a man or woman who walks in the steps of Jesus Christ would be like. So the faith level of those who understand that the characteristics through faith are in my life are just blowing the charts in advancement. They are. You're just hanging around the wrong people. So this kingdom 
faith is obtainable through the word of God. Romans 10 verse 19. Romans 10 verse 19. To clarify what I just said. And I'm not trying to turn you into a believer. Because you shouldn't have made the statement we made earlier if you weren't going to believe. And as I said before, when you open up your mouth, know what you're saying because God keeps records of whatever comes out of your mouth. Romans 10 verse 17. So then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So it's not enough to just hear. We got to hear the word of God and then it increases our faith. That's how faith increases, through the word of God. It's not through my philosophy. It's not what I read or Googled. It's the word of God. I have been labeled as one who preaches the word of God because my opinion doesn't count. Because my opinion doesn't build faith. My opinion does not build faith. CNN doesn't build faith. In fact, CNN tears down faith. It is hearing of the word of God, not reading, hearing. So this setting is very important so that you may hear, so that your faith may grow. So if you want people to grow, you preach the word. You can always tell when a person or a minister wants people to grow. They preach the word. Because they want the people to grow. So that what used to whip you won't whip you any longer. You can always tell when someone cares about your future. Because they're going to teach you the word of God. So that you don't have to call them every night just to get through that moment. The word of God will sustain you. We want to build you. And we can't build you on man's rhetoric. We can only build you on the word of God. So if we preach the word to you, you can cast the devil out of your own finances. If we preach the word of God to you, you can lay hands on your own head. If we preach the word of God to you, you can rebuke the devil that's in you. I am, I am tired of rebuking devils out of people who have hands and oil themselves. Because when I give you the word, I give you the word so that you can go ahead and defeat something that you don't bring in my presence. The reason I serve my pastor so well is because I didn't bring the devil in me to him. Because he empowered me with a kingdom word. And I said the thing that used to destroy me can't destroy me any longer. Why? Because he preached the word to me and I heard the word. It takes faith for God's kingdom to exist in your generation. It takes faith. For God's kingdom to exist in your generation. The only way God's kingdom is going to exist in your generation is that you believe the word of God. If you don't believe the word of God, your family will be cheated. The only way that the kingdom of God can exist in your generation is that you believe. I chose to believe.
in my generation, and I didn't just draw my family, I drew other families, because I believed. And no one's going to stop me from believing, because I see what my belief system has done. When you can see what your belief system has done, you don't ask for somebody else's opinion. You see what your belief system has done. I see what my belief system has done. Not just for me, but those who respect me. It takes faith for God's kingdom to exist in your generation. God cannot exist in your generation without you believing. We have canceled God out of generations by unbelief. I refuse to cheat my generation through unbelief. I refuse to cheat my family through unbelief. I refuse to cheat the ministry through unbelief. So if we want his kingdom to come and we want his will to be done on earth as it is in heaven, we have to believe. If we believe, all things are possible if. Why did it put an if there? Because you have a choice. You are making a choice tonight whether you're going to believe what I'm preaching. You're making a choice tonight. Everyone makes a choice when they hear the word of God. They make a choice whether they know it or not. You make more choices in your life than you ever know. You make more choices in a day than you ever know. You make a choice to start your car up. You make a choice to hit the brakes or the accelerator. You make a choice to put on the signal to the right or to the left. You make a choice. When you have faith and kingdom faith, you make certain choices that other people didn't make. The reason I stayed with my leader is because I made a choice. It's a choice. The reason I obey, it's a choice. Everything is about a choice. You choose based on what you believe. I believe that God's going to show up, so I make a choice to come here on a Wednesday night because I could find other things to do. I make a choice to come preach on a Sunday morning. Normally, I take uh, the month, especially on Wednesday night of February, I don't preach the whole month. Why am I preaching? Because your uh, future is on the line. It's why I'm preaching on faith right now. And you think you're just having a moment. No, your future is on the line. And if you don't get faith, you won't see what God promised you. Kingdom faith allows us to experience heaven now. Kingdom faith allows us to experience heaven now. Kingdom faith, <laughs> yeah, allows us to experience heaven heaven now whatever you're believing for you can have it in this lifetime I said whatever you're believing for you can have it in this lifetime though the vision tarries wait for it you can't have I'm reading scripture you can have it now The problem is you don't believe you can have it now. And I'm going to tell you why you believe like that. 
Religion is a major issue. Religion is the greatest enemy to the kingdom of God. Religion is not reading out of a, a, a song book. Religion is not a certain way of dressing. Religion is a way of thinking. When you think a certain way, I don't care if you turn cartwheels, uh, wheels, you can still be religious. I don't care if you speak in tongues, you can still be religious. You don't have to be old to be religious. The elders obtained a good report, which meant, Adrian, they were not religious. Because it's impossible to obtain a good testimony or a good report and be religious. Which meant their belief system, non-religious belief system, caused the manifestation of God's promise to manifest in their lives. So religion is the greatest enemy of the kingdom of God. Dr. Miles Monroe said it. God said it. Jesus had to deal with it. And if you don't deal with it, you will not see what God promised. It's not that the word has not been preached. It's that religion has blocked it. Listen to this. Religious faith delays heaven until life on earth has expired. Religious faith delays heaven until life on earth has expired. Someday, they don't have any more pain now. Their suffering is over. So the expiration date means now I get heaven. And we comfort people with words like they're no longer suffering. And what we're saying to them is heaven only comes during your expiration date. Because it's religion and it's a way of thinking that I can't get any relief until I die. It's what slaves done to get, from their sla get away from their slave masters. If we die, we no longer have to work in the fields for no wages. If we die, we no longer have to feel the pain, the mental suffering that we go through because we don't know the truth. Religion, a religious faith, delays heaven until life on earth has... <laughs> Why wouldn't God want you to have it now? Why wouldn't God want you to have peace now? Why wouldn't God want you to have rest now? I put on this because I knew I was going to come against some religion tonight. I put on this because I knew I wasn't talking to all sons and daughters. So now you tell me I am now relieved because I no longer have a spirit in my body, now I'm relieved, my expiration date. So I get relief on my death date. 
That's what you're telling me. That's what you're teaching me. You're teaching me like a slave. I am a son. I am not a slave. Don't teach me. Don't train me like I'm a slave. I am not working in a field. I'm a major entrepreneur and spiritual leader. Religion will push the kingdom of God away from people. Religion will push the kingdom of God away from people. It will push the kingdom of God away from people. So when you start thinking with a slavery mind, it will push the kingdom that God wants now, it'll push it away from you and other people. Just because you failed doesn't mean we all have to fail. And the problem is this. You want to set the stage for others to fail because you failed because you didn't believe. I don't care what happens to me. I'm going to preach the gospel of the kingdom while I'm here so that somebody will catch it and walk in it. I don't preach my situation. That's, that's the problem. That you, you get up and you respond out of your soul and never according to the spirit of God that lifts people and encourages people. My bad day doesn't change the gospel because if my bad day changes the gospel, it is not the gospel. It is a religion. My bad day can only last until I step up on this platform. My suffering can only last as long as I'm sitting on the sideline. But when I'm in the game. Religion will push the kingdom of God away from people. I've been, Anthony, I've been preaching like this since March of last year. But a religious mind will push it back. It's like a good meal being on the table and you push it back. No, I'm, I'm fasting. No, I'm a vegan. No, you're a fool. The meal of your life that will transform your life and transform the generations after you. Now we got to wait another two or three generations for them to eat. Religion will push the kingdom of God away from people. It was happening in Jesus' day, apostle. It was happening in his city. They were delaying it. They were, they were struggling with the Sabbath. Ought not this woman who is a daughter of Abraham, the one who had faith, be loose from her infirmity on the Sabbath day? You mean you're going to leave her in that condition because you pushing the kingdom away because when the kingdom came she stood upright the reason we're not standing upright is because we got too much religion 
Your, your body is bowed over. Your mind is bowed over. Your family is bowed over. Your, your finances are bowed over. But when you get out of religion, everything will stand upright. about that well you know about that somewhere else I know about that now I know now and I don't need an uneducated atheist to try to tell me any different excuse me excuse me excuse me kingdom faith speaks to what God is doing now Kingdom faith speaks to what God is doing now. What is God doing now? He's paying off buildings in a pandemic. He's releasing direct deposit and it's not a stimulus check. You're waiting on them to sign off. God signed off over 2,000 years ago. That's your problem. You're waiting to be free when you get counseling. Why don't you get free when you get the truth? The Bible said the truth makes us free. I, I believe. And it's too late. And I, I am not religious. And I will not function like that because it never produced for me as an African-American man. I only do what works and the kingdom works whether you understand it or not. <laughs> let, me, let me do something. Let me do something. Let me do something. I had this statement. I had this statement right under my title. I didn't read it. We're going to put it on the screen. Listen to this. Understanding is a result of growth. Without growing understanding, it's not achievable. You always know whether you're growing or not because your understanding increases. If your understanding doesn't increase, you're not growing. It doesn't matter how you jump around and say, I'm growing, I'm growing. No, if your understanding doesn't increase, you're not growing. My job is to feed you so you can grow. But it's your job to get the understanding. Read on, preacher. Good preaching. Good preaching. Kingdom faith speaks to what God is doing now. Religious faith speaks to what will happen in the by and by. Have y'all ever heard the sweet by and by? I can't sing the song, but sweet. And they were teaching you and they taught you and you bought in. And the by and by has gone four generations and it still hadn't got here yet because you're believing in something that God has already done. It's already done. It's already settled. It's already complete. You have a religious problem. I dare you to break out of it tonight. I dare you to shift your mindset tonight. I dare you to repent for thinking like that and holding up generations of blessings. 
You don't know what you've been holding up. The religious people, they would not go through the door, but they blocked the door for those who desire to go in. And the reason people have been playing with your life that cannot lead you any further, they've been playing with your life and they have to rearrange the furniture but never move to another room. I guarantee you this, you look at my life and you look at this ministry, you see results and we're not the same as we were last year. Every, every, every year, if I become religious, I'll become stuck like many other. Every year, home and church and ministry, every year. Because it's a sign to me, I am become religious and stuck in my thinking. If I don't see increase in my life, I got to grow somewhere. It ain't got to be in the same place, but I got to see growth somewhere. Because if I don't see growth, I got to check my way of thinking. I got to check my way of operating. I don't want to walk around in the wilderness for 40 years. If it doesn't work in one year, I'm going to fix it because I'm not spending 40 years in the same place. Religion, religious faith speaks to what will happen in the by and by, in the by and by. Maybe one day, get tired of shouting for one day, don't you? Get tired of lifting your hand for, for one day, by and by. Get tired of coming in here with a good attitude if it's in the by and by. Get tired of submitting and it's a by and by because you, you had an expiration date on your submission and the by and by wore you out. <laughs> the by and by wore you out. It's not that anything changed. The by and by wore you out. Every now and then when I was doing kingdom, God would drop me a little something to encourage me to keep going. That's the way God functions. He'll give you enough to keep you going. He'll lead you with the crumbs because you know you're going to get to the cake. He does just enough to keep me on the hook, baby. Religious faith says we will be free someday. Religious faith says we will be free someday. Some, someday we're going to be free. Some, someday our minds are going to be open. Someday we're going to be out of debt. Someday we're going to be healed. Some, someday. That's what religion always says someday. But according to what I read out of the uh, back of chapter 2, uh, my day has an appointment. My, my job is to be encouraged for my appointment. That's my job. My, my job is to not have a nasty attitude on the day of my appointment. My job is to keep myself, my inward man, encouraged because when my day comes, I don't want them to not recognize me. I, we, we all as a family had an eye appointment on yesterday and I, I was amazed uh, of the outcome of the eye appointment because I haven't had one since about 
2017, 2017. And uh, I thought that my, my, my sight had suffered because, you know, I've had to read a whole lot and uh, I'm doing a whole lot. And I was thinking that my eyesight had suffered. I get in there and uh, we have so much favor there. I'm, I'm walking in. They, hey, Bishop. I'm like, how do you know me? I got people who come to the church don't even know me. How do you know me? And the entire family is there, and we'll, we'll show this unusual kindness. After the testing, they said, um, Mr. Davis, you have not lost any of your sight. Now, I was on the highway doing a lot of driving, and you know you got to look and you got to see a whole lot. But, but none of what I had experienced from 2017 until yesterday had any impact on my sight. My wife received a good report. Sasha received a good report. Because what's on me flows on what's connected to me. I would have been in question if, if I had a good report and then Lady Davis had a good report and then Sasha had a bad report. But all of us had a good report because we together. Let me help you with a little bit of something. And if, if it can flow from me and flow to Lady Davis and flow to Sasha and flow to Sugar Bear and now we have a cat. You gonna tell me it can't flow to Refresh Family Church and Refresh Nation? You just not under the flow. You just rejecting the flow. Because if you receive the flow, the flow can't miss you. You can't tell me by faith in the kingdom that he'll load my bank account and miss your bank account. The devil is a liar. You're going to tell me that he'll heal my body but not heal your body. That is not the truth. That is not the way the kingdom operates. And that is a lie from the pits of religion that says God can bless my house and overlook your house. Oh, religious faith says we will be free someday. Kingdom faith says we are free today. Kingdom faith says we are free today. I don't care who I'm talking to. If I'm talking through the screen, the thousands of people, we are free today. It's when we hear the truth of God's word, that's when we become free. I'll take it a step further. When you meet somebody like me, that's when you know you're free. Because the only way they keep you in bondage is they give you some foolishness of religion that binds you for the rest of your life. My attorney knows that I'm free. All my business partners know that I'm free. Those who I'm accountable to know that I'm free. Today, <laughs> today, not, not, not sometime later, today, today, you need to stop running with people and change today. 
talking about I can't get up. See, there were so many people hanging around that pool. The man that had an appointment to get up because he was hanging around those with the pool. When it was time for him to get up, he started making excuses. He, had, he didn't know the truth. Jesus walked up and said, do you want to be healed? He's talking about I've been here for 38 years. That may be the facts. That may, that may be the truth. But today is your appointment. When you start interacting with the king of kings, that is your appointment. So that those are the last moments that you're going to sit at the pool with all those other people who are sitting at the pool. It's not an indictment to be at the pool. It's an indictment to stay at the pool when you meet the king. I get leery of people who don't get up and they've been sitting with me. I get leery of people who can't forgive and they've seen me forgive. I get leery of people that I pay that don't have no anointing on their lives. Tells me you want my money but you don't want who I am. Kingdom faith says we are free today. Today is the last day that we're going to have worship with people in chains. We, Refresh Family Church, Refresh Nation, we're looking for free people. We're not going to have people in chains in the parking lot. We're not going to have people in chains in the lobby. We're not going to have people in chains on the platform. This is the day of freedom and that's what the kingdom brings. When you get free, everybody starts believing they can get free. When you get free, everybody believes that they can get into another dimension of operation. As long as you're sitting there in chain with a bad attitude, you're counseling out the freedom of all those other people who have been waiting for the freedom, the message. I don't believe in no Bible teacher that don't believe in freedom. You need to shut your stuff down and get a revelation before you ever speak over anybody else. If the only time you're happy is when you're preaching, you're an entertainer. Free at last! Free at last! I remember those words. Thank God Almighty, I'm free at last. I don't need a drum set to be free. I don't need a keyboard to be free. I don't need singers to be free. I've already made my decision that I'm free. Big church, little church, no church at all. I am free. And I am free today. My wife married a free man. My daughter has a free father. And she said, Daddy, when I get married, I want to marry somebody like you. That means I'm free. Does your children want to interact with somebody like you and make covenant with somebody like you? When we start having conversations, Sasha always speaks up and says, well, daddy, you don't operate like that. She said, you don't carry yourself like that. 
So she's saying that's not acceptable. She said, that's not acceptable. And the, and the reason your children make the decision and choose the stuff they choose because you're not giving them a good role model. But the truth of the kingdom will help you to become all that God wants you to be. Therefore, when your seed looks at you, if I can't be you, I want to marry somebody like you. Give me a few more minutes. Religious faith says sit down and wait. Religious faith says sit down and wait. While Dr. Martin Luther King was sacrificing his life, there were preachers who were teaching people to sit down and wait. While Congressman John Lewis was getting beat in Selma, preachers were preaching, telling people to sit down and wait. Anytime a revolution starts, you have religion that tries to stop it. You join a movement, you don't criticize a movement. I'm going to say it again. When the kingdom show up, shows up, it's a movement. That's why religious people can't keep up and they get frustrated. Well, we'll work all day. We'll work all night. It's a movement. You have to manage a movement because you can't control it. I had the experience of seeing my father lead a movement. So it's going to be difficult to tell me I can't lead one. It's going to be difficult for my real sons and daughters to believe that they can't lead a movement. I came to start a riot. Kingdom faith starts a riot. I want to move you out of what you've been in. I want to shift you away from the way you've been thinking so you can think like what God wants you to think. I'm going to say something. Your peace is in God's purpose. You will never find peace until you find purpose. So religious faith says sit down and wait. Kingdom faith says stand up and celebrate. Think y'all missed that. Shame on you. Go ahead and tell those people you don't even qualify as a leader. I'm the greatest praise and worship leader of Refresh Family Church. Because I'm going to always be like this. Anthony, no matter what was going on, I was like this. Because I am the lead worshiper. So I'm standing and celebrating. You cannot lead worship if you don't have a celebration in your heart. Every spiritual leader must lead in celebration. Yeah, it's been bad, but we celebrate. Religion is the only thing that's allowing you to sit down like that. I tried to be depressed 
but I'm a kingdom thinker. And as soon as I had a negative thought, I had five positive thoughts behind it. As soon as I tried to lay down and give up, something grabbed a hold of me and lifted me up. He is the lifter of my soul, my mind, my will, and my emotions. So regardless of what's going on, my faith is in the lifter of my soul. What do you mean you don't feel good? You just got your soul lifted in this place. Kingdom faith says stand up and celebrate. That's what kingdom faith. That's what kingdom faith. This next season of praise and worship is going to be like a party that goes all night long. Ain't going to be nothing but singing and dancing and jumping and shouting. This next season of praise and worship is about celebration. This is a jubilee. You live through the pandemic. This is a jubilee. You didn't die of COVID-19. This is a jubilee. You're not excited to be alive. That's somebody that almost died. Let them get up and lead worship because they're excited about being alive. You mean I'm still here? You mean I made it all the way through 2020? You mean I'm still here? I don't need no dancers. I'm going to dance for myself. And it didn't have to be COVID. It could have been cancer. It could have been sugar diabetes. It could have been tumors. It could have been anything other than COVID. But you're still here. all right go ahead even if you're in your living room celebrate still being here i don't care if you're in nigeria celebrate still being here hallelujah you're still here you're still here you're still here the just shall live by faith you're still here not because you were smart not because you've done everything right you're still here because god is a faithful god yes shout yes shout until people are around that understand the DNA of this house, the DNA of this nation. We throw celebrations every single moment, every single time we wake up. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go to the house of God. I wasn't looking down. I wasn't poor, dust-busted, and disgusted. I was excited. I came through the gate with thanksgiving. I entered his court with praise. God didn't ask you how to feel. God told you how to feel. Enlarge our territory. <laughs> Enlarge our territory. We will cause continents to celebrate the name of the Lord.
I feel you, Mableton, all in your house. I feel you in your living room. I feel you at your dining room table celebrating the name of the Lord. Yes, you're right. Dad is not gone. He lives in the sun. That's why you can celebrate. When you have used your kingdom faith to believe for should not startle you upon its arrival. I am not startled when the breakthrough comes. I've been setting the stage for it all my life. Anthony, I'm not startled. I've been setting the stage. I've been working on this thing for a very long time. I didn't wake up yesterday working on it, so I'm not startled by it. I would be startled out of all of my faithfulness. God didn't show up. That will startle me. But what I see now doesn't startle me because every awakening moment, getting out of the bed with my wife early in the morning because I was working on something. She said, some days I would turn over looking for you. I was with the Lord because I was working on something. Something. I was setting the stage for something and I came to tell you right here in Birmingham, Alabama, your doubt can't stop it because my faith has an appointment. Hey, if you want to, but this man has an appointment with destiny and this church and this ministry and this nation has a date with destiny. When that million dollars come, it's not going to startle you because your soul see for it to come. It shouldn't startle you when you got a crop from the seed that you sowed. I'm going to say it again. It shouldn't startle you when you get a crop because you sowed seed in order to receive a crop. Doesn't startle me when corn starts standing up in my field because I sowed seed. This is my last prophetic statement. If you have kingdom faith, God will fund this season, this new season. If you have kingdom faith, God will fund this new season. I ain't expecting your money. Heaven has more money than you have. In this season, God, if you have kingdom faith, God will fund this season, not this day, this season. Whatever season that you're standing and you're embarking on, God said, I am going to fund this season. So I'm going to speak for myself and Lady Davis and Sasha and my daughters and my grandkids. God said, that you have kingdom faith and I am going to fund this season. Maybe you've been looking in the wrong bank account. Maybe that's why you don't understand that God never has a negative bank account. I 
I'm trying to help people get over daddy issues. The reason I'm trying to help people get over daddy issues, because when a daddy makes a promise, he comes through. Those of those who don't believe the promise, it's because they have father issues. So when God starts making promises that are yes and amen, it's hard for us to really receive it because we have absentee fathers. But when we now have fathers who show up, that's why I show you so much consistency so you'll see God in a way. He's going to show up every time. It doesn't matter about the difficulties that are going on, the pandemic, the racial tension. God is going to show up every single time and that's how real sons and daughters believe. If I tell Sasha something, it is not going to leave her mind. She's going to stay excited because she knows it shall come to pass. I was talking to Pastor Yolanda just the other day and uh, just trying to give us some clarity about some things. And I said, uh, she was asking about some of the cars. Sasha drives an Escalade. And I told her how Sasha got that Escalade. Let me tell you how Sasha got that Escalade. My daddy told me to buy it for her. It's that simple. So you make it complicated. See, God, you got to do a 40-day fast over stuff. My daddy told me to buy her an Escalade, and I went and bought it, and it's paid for. When you get past certain things, you stop seeing things from a secure vision. Ah, oh, we must be in trouble. No, we must be fixing to go somewhere you've never gone before. Let me help y'all. Let, let me, can I help y'all? Can I help y'all just a little bit? Let me help y'all a little bit. When I start changing something and bringing around people you, you don't know, it means we're going somewhere that you've never been. That's all it means. Whenever I start talking about relationship, because your next place has a relationship attached to it. So if the relationship doesn't come, the next place doesn't come. You can always judge when God is going to take you to a different or a higher place. He is going to bring a relationship into your life. When the devil wants to take you out, he is going to bring a relationship into your life. Don't treat God-ordained relationships cheap. Kingdom God-ordained relationships are stewarded by heaven. God looked down and said, by the time you're 30, you need to be in relationship with this person. By the, time you're, by the time you're 40, you need to be in relationship with this person. The devil looks down and said, if they ever get in a good relationship, they'll never fulfill God's purpose. So I'm going to keep them away. I'm going to keep them away from good relationship. I'm not going to allow them to get in a good relationship. I'm going to keep them acting like a fool when a good relationship shows up. So the person who wants to be in relationship with them are now are afraid to risk their assets by dealing with them. This season, all your relationships are greater than you. I think they missed that, Sasha. This season, I'm walking away. This season, if you're bigger than the relationships in your own mind, you're going to miss them. Because they're not going to tolerate your ignorance. They don't have time for your ignorance. There are people that respect them that's over them and then you're going to disrespect them and you under them? 
these kingdom relationships for this season, a perpetuated season that's coming into your life, that they don't need anything from you. That's your problem. You think somebody needs something from you and you don't have anything. They don't need anything from you, but they're going to bless you so that you can be a blessing to somebody else.